0: Good evening, everyone. I am your host, Sudip Maiti, interview mastery expert. Welcome to the Classroom to Boardroom talk show, episode number 12. We have gathered here to enlighten you about the different ways by which the transition from classroom to boardroom can easily happen. We will discuss about the hurdles or challenges that come along the way. Take charge of your career and also listen to the different eminent person who have excelled in their own field. Today, we have invited one of the industry's top leader who has more than two decades of the large industry experience at various levels, majorly in project management. He is specialized in automotive industry precision engineering machine building startup and due diligence in overseas acquisition he has demonstrated a history of professional training for more than a decade in developing the professional skills and technical skills across automotive sector in india europe and african countries on his organization He believes training can bring wonderful changes and exceptional growth in individuals. It is the management process that converts ordinary to extraordinary to legends. He trained around 1000 plus engineers from various topics like college to corporate and engineering to employability. His mission is to help 1 million people from the entrepreneurial and startup area through his mentoring to passionately start and scale up their business. Most of the people during college days, they think that after having a great degree, they will live happily forever. It doesn't work in real life. The real struggle start just after your college. Just a college degree is not enough to lead a life you have dreamed of during your college days. Today's topic is bridging the gap between engineering academics and interesting expectation let me welcome mr selvam in this particular talk show welcome selvam so if you can briefly introduce yourself so that would be great help for the audience to understand.
1: good evening everyone and uh, good evening sudeep thanks for inviting me for this uh, great show and uh, you are doing very wonderful service for this mankind and you are adding more and more value day by day and hour by hour and seconds by seconds. Thank you once again and uh, I uh, welcome and I extend my warm good evening and good night for everybody who is viewing this show. Uh, as Sudeep told me and uh, my name is Selvam Parani and uh, let me tell you know, how I was came into this profession. Basically I was born in a, a below average or poor family where my parents struggled to get me a good technical education, after a certain point in my life, i could not able to take up the, you know, very higher studies, but I have to struggle a lot. uh, Initially, my education was initially was not so good. I have to fail in too many uh, subjects and get a low marks. And later I have found myself that this mediocre way of thinking is not the way we should live the life and i have built a lot of a resilient system to me, inside me and i was not the man who was lying on down for longer time i came back and i joined the company started working for the company and i upgraded enhanced my knowledge skill etc I started as a project management professional from starting of my career as a simple engineer and I migrated from that level or excluded today as a general manager in project functions and having put more than twenty-five years of experience and I have traveled extensively in overseas India abroad due to due diligence as you said when we were acquiring company we used to help them bring it up and I have I've taken a lot of initiatives in the company as an individual to acquire myself as a project management professional, quality management systems, uh, environmental management systems, OSHAs, and today the new age of smart factory 4.0. And all these things, apart from this, the very profession, I also took a lot of my mentoring and coachings through various leaders like Robert Kiyosaki, Dan Lok, Dev Guttwee, and Dal Cornix my mission is to help almost 1 million people on the startup and entrepreneurs because the reason is i have seen my father himself was struggling in his life to get a single penny in the life to bring up us as an entrepreneur key and apart from this i used to now give back to the society and i'm helping the college students in this regard i have been awarded the best mindset coach of the year for last year, 2021, and the best influencer award in academics in this year. <clears throat> Apart from this, I'm nurturing and helping a lot of students in the colleges. As you told, I have covered more than 1,000 students in a span of last six months, and I've reached almost five to six universities and colleges, and I'll be coaching and mentoring in the future as well. So that's the way you know, I have come in the life because I know that where I was struggling and what are the roadmap or the framework I used and what is the gap and one of my signature program I can say is the gap between an industry and the academics. This is the one of the favorite area today people are struggling and people are struggling in the means means they don't know what they don't know. because. Even when I went to access to a lot of colleges, I was telling them what is the reason for not getting employment of your engineers. They are not completely aware why they don't get. The students cannot able to get. There is a fundamental basic problems in this system. I can say not individual. That's a brief introduction about me. Carry on, uh, Sudip. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your
0: good introductions. Your challenges and how you overcome those challenges so you have explained very well so my next query to you so yeah as today's topic is that so how we can bridge the gap between the engineer and the academics engineering academics and the industry expectations so what do you think that how we can bridge that particular gap between this and why there this kind of the gap is there
1: yeah, first, uh, before we, we go into the systems, there is a gap for quite a while. It's not the gap, it's been formed or uh, it, it's happened suddenly because there is a gap from the system of the right after we got our independence. The gap is getting drifted and drifted and it's getting widened and longer way. So, Let me take myself on what is things I have done. After finishing the college, people think that it's over for them no it's like exploring when you are in a career progression the fastest you have to get a job then you're exploring your job Initially, is the stage stage one is that you are inducted and after that you are getting exploring in the, in, in the time of exploring people i struggle a lot people say okay i have come up with a good colorful marks and i'm a first class student in, in the engineering but i cannot able to perform in the institutions because I'm lacking in a lot of skills. I don't have a good communication skill. Communication means it's a business communication I'm talking about, not the normal communications. And I was lagging on presentation skills and I was lagging on various soft skill and hard skill which was relevant to that point of industry. You know that I was talking in uh, in early 2000 or 95 or uh, 95 to 2000 level. I said okay first I will go and join the public speaking or the the verbal communication uh, techniques initially. That time even I invested. I remember the self development started me at the age of 20 and you know that time I invested 4,000 rupees and today I can say that is worth of more than 40 lakhs. So that's the trigger points and I started seeing the results so day by day and I can started seeing the promotions in the company and I'm getting new assignments, I was widening my horizon, the fear, this the, this, the, what do you say, the public speaking fear slowly has gone off and I have left that phobia, that phobia has given me uh, new insights that okay, if you learn these skills, you can able to come up with new skills. So that's the way, you know, I have nurtured myself and that's the fundamental problem I can sell to the gap between the engineering industry and the academics.
0: Great, great,
1: Yeah, that's the major gap.
0: <clears throat> I'm just asking you the another things. Why? What do you think exactly? If there is any kind of the partnership can be established between the employer as well as the Education Institute, do you think that that gap can be minimized?
1: Or yes, what, what uh, is your suggestion in that? Aspect? Yes, it's yeah. very well, it's, it's possible. First of all, I was telling, repeatedly telling this panel, no, we don't know what we don't. That means people are in the, you know, college are as an individual or I can say in other perspectives as a college, people say, no, my college is not getting placed. We are, people are not coming and picking in my college. That's one thing. And second is the individual as an engineer also we should feel that why my college is not getting picked. The curriculum is common in all the engineering colleges or if you say the structure is same, But what is the reason if you see, there is a lot of fundamental problems. I have gone through this by reading a lot of research and there are a lot of papers published on this basis. I can tell a few things like there is one report I recently read. It's almost, I can say 45 page report, Indian skill report. It's called as Indian skill report 2021. And this analysis or the research was done by the the company called VBOX. So, Vbox is telling that in today's world, and say the one year before, the employability is a biggest concern. So, what is the biggest concern is employability is according to the, the domain of your engineering. If you are IT, we can say 45% is only employable, remaining 55 52% it's question mark. And if you come to the Mechanical, or you can take it to the electrical, electronics, various domains. If we come to the bottommost one, we can say is civil engineering. Civil engineering, the employability is only twenty six point five. How many colleges know this one, or how many individuals know this one? It's a real pain. And after seeing that, I was literally shocked. And I thought, okay, is this the only report there? No, there are various reports are there. There's one more report published in the last year by bridge port lab or bridge bridge labs they're telling 4% of the engineers who is coming out of the college are only a force fit to do any data analytics or soft coding level what does it mean because what is the purpose of an industry industry is always looking for a people who can be a ready to fit they don't want to see today's the world is high competitive They want to hire people, put in a slot or put in a a job where they can able to deliver or next day they want to write a code for software. You are in a software, you know better than me. So today the demand is like this because the world is going very fast. So they they don't want to keep the people in theoretical training for two months, then induction, etc. for six months and who is going to pay for it? So the employability is a big question mark, so once you are through understanding, understood about the employability, people each and every people will understand that, okay, if I come out of the college, there is a huge competition. If only 48 persons can get employed, remaining 52 persons are huge competition. So the creamy layer is getting employed and the remaining layer is not getting employed. What is the reason? So these people have to analyze them, do a SWAT analysis or forum analysis sort of things and understand that what is a gap, why I am not getting hired, why I am not getting employed. So the college or the organization also should help them to bridge this gap. Yes, on our consecutive things we will talk about how we will bridge the gap. This is the main reason for it and people can see this report, it's a very long report published by this company or the the VBOX or the uh, Indian Skill Report.
0: Great, great. Yeah. So, there is a huge gap
1: exactly. So,
0: yeah. I have seen in my uh, career journey also. So, there is a huge gap how much I have learned in my engineering degree. Yeah. So, definitely when I get into the organization, I have seen some different skill you need to acquire, if you have to grow into the ladder. Otherwise, it's really impossible for you to grow in
1: the ladder. You'll be stuck up yeah, uh, in some places. You're yeah. right, uh, Sudip. I would like to tell one of the real incident what i seen. Yeah. When I was yeah. going for a, a, a technical know-how transfer to Europe, mm. and uh, especially mm-hmm. Germany. You no, know, Germany yeah. is the place where you know, the technical knowledge, the people are very sound and i was in a pool of people of we are almost six people and it was a span of we were there for 40 days to acquire a technical knowledge it's an MOU signing happened on my previous organization so i was wondering uh, one girl we call it as she's in the school okay because the level of her school is equivalent to here masters i can say and she said okay how old she is she's maybe only less than 20 and this girl i was keenly sitting on one corner on a computer and she's doing some design of a, a mechanical component. And I asked her, does she know how to design a component? He said, no, obviously they know. And I have seen closely watching for the next 15 days. On a 15th day, exactly, precisely that component design is ready. And that drawing came to me and I checked it. The quality of the work Phenomenal. There is no we can say point of one mistakes, and this girl was not talking to anybody. She was very keen, sitting there systematically working, and she was referring all the books. So, what is the reason? Or, what is the reason for this one for the quality of this design there? Whereas in India, the same design we used to take for months, maybe two to three months, and that is done by some senior design engineer who has got completed their BE or ME, plus they would have worked in the engineering industry or some design industry for minimum of 5 10 years. You can see the gap, the level of education or the awareness level or the expertise of a master engineer here and that's equivalent to a school there and we can call it a school is nothing but an ITA sort of thing in Europe. So if you see fundamentally, they have been trained on practical things more than theory. In India, we are being trained on more theory than practical and we are all working more on the behavioural or on soft skill basis. In the college people will say, you know, you should have interview skill, you should have percentage skill, communication skill. What communication skill? What percentage skill? What what, what interview skill? This is what is you know, happening. And on another flip side, I will go and talk about in, in India happened on recently this one set of college students came out of the college, and they are basically from the you know, graduate engineers. And one gentleman has got a CNC machine shop, or he has got a facility. He said, "I will hire you. I'll pay you. Please come and work as an intern in my school." No, this industries are—it's not like white collar, like software. Slightly, it's, it's uh, you know, blue collar. Your hand will be slightly greasy on sometimes. And this guy never turned up and went off. And he has been given a small stipend also. Or intern. It's not a small value. I am talking about 15k to 20k. And they have not gone and attended itself. That gentleman cried and told me. seldom you have referred somebody. And nobody is joining. What's the reason? And I asked the parents. No, my son cannot work in that environment. So if see, such is a mindset. So if you see, one is on the skill gap. Second is on the mindset gap. So this is the both things should get closed. Even a parent is telling that my son will not work in that environment. It's absolutely air conditioned environment. Only thing this guy have to take, sometimes it get greasy on his hand. He has to work on a machine. And he has to work on sometimes on night time also. He's not ready to do this one. This is also one of the fundamental part of mindset is also the biggest problem in this era
0: of new age. School. That's true. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. So my next query will be you. So what is the industry academia gap?
1: What do you feel? Okay. So, uh, here before going into exactly telling what is the industry academy gap, I will tell one more uh, the gap I'll tell you, okay. So yeah. I was called for evaluating the you know, startups of entrepreneur of college. Mm-hmm. So these people came to me and said, sir, I have done a project and uh, we are going to you know, launch this project. In in a, law, in a good good way, and we are a startup, etc. And that college, uh, you know, called me and told me, okay, uh, Selbum, can you evaluate this project? Of course, the project has come, and uh, it, it's like the 3D printing technology. Okay, 3D printing technology is little quite old now, and these people have put the 3D printing online, and they want to say startup. I said, is this a startup? Are you solving a bigger problem? It's like, no, uh, when I was in Dave's University, you should ask me, okay, don't ask for how to make money. Don't ask how to become a successful person. Don't ask that how we become rich. Rather than you should ask that how can I solve a bigger problem? If The problems can be solved for myself. The problem can be solved for others. Or the problems can be solved for the universe. Or the problem I am deeply caring about. In this one, if you see, the problem is not big. And you see, people are very visionary. I want to become Elon Musk. Elon Musk is solving very huge problem on SDG, on the sustainable projects. All his projects are towards sustainability. I mean, major major projects. He is working on EV vehicles, solar panels, etc. Where the renewable energy has been saved, used, or we can say the non-renewable power has been consumed. But see, this is another gap. Even the college, the startup and entrepreneurial mindset people should tell that my project should be on a very bigger problem solving rather than the smaller one. That is the one of the biggest gap I'm seeing in the colleges No, People should tell that, okay, it is not for the sake of making a startup we are making. No, it's going to give a bigger value. You have a passion on that one you have an the world needs it you have a skill and you have a purpose and that mojo is missing in that one. so everything is getting detached here that's one of the biggest i can say the problem in this uh, the gap and it's 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 going very stereotypically you no know? in the olden days if you take people say no i have uh, have got uh, in facility and i'm doing interns and i'm doing a practical tre- uh, practical sessions and uh, it's not happening but this is very traditional way, and the whole system of education need a change. Before, you no, know, we say cry, even cry that the gap is more.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> so, just my, uh, I'm just thinking of the asking you another quick query in terms of this gap. So what do you mean by this mismatch between the graduate learning and the requirements of the industry?
1: Yeah. So it's basically, you're talking about why the mismatch is there, there is no relationship. Yeah. Correct. So the, the relation between uh, in college and uh, the domain or industry experts, it's very wide. Yeah. And in my knowledge, no, there cannot be a differentiation, there should be complementary. And almost if you see research is happening and where the research are happening, if you take in the world, most of the research will happen on paid research institute like ISRO or DRDO or NASA or if you say big companies like Tesla. But if you see here, they got huge money power and they can able to do it and these researches are slowly now coming into academics. If you take earlier these techniques like design thinking, critical thinking, sort of things, it was only on bigger paper, but now it is coming to the lower level. Second is the post pandemic, the totally the requirements of all the industry got completely changed. You are aware that today IoT, everywhere IoT is coming. And if you take a uh, uh, machine learning or if you take DNA data anal- analytics, or you can say big data, and you name it, it's there everywhere. And people in our domain thinks that okay, this is only for IT. This is only for electrical. This is only for mechanical. This is only for robotics. So this, now what is happening, it's a lot of blending is happening. It's what lot of building relationship. So only the few institutions in India are only doing this one. And one of the institutions I recently came to know is like IATM and IC, the Incubation Center, which is in in, in Chennai. And it's there in all cities as well. I'm just, since I know it, I'm telling. So these people are, you know, forming a collaborative form of research institutes in the college, where they are inviting all the uh, institutions, all these institutes are inviting all the industries and investors, so they are bringing a three or four bridging, one is you are uh, academics, second the students are there, third is there are some experts are there. industry experts like us. And the third is industry itself There, who want to set up their R&D facility in particular uh, institutions or colleges. And third is investors like Angel or various investing firms are there. Once all the three people are getting aligned and you are already doing the research, that is how these people can able to come out of this gap. So, in this way of working what is happening is, there is a lot of skill gaps are coming. So, this skill gap to be bridged I was talking about lot and lots of skills like people have to now understand and acquire problem solving, critical thinking, people management, emotional intelligence, judgment and decision making, service-oriented, cognitive flexibility, persuasion skill, speed reading, IoT, and plus their presentations, their marketing skills, their sales selling skills. And they have to have all on their mobile, app, etc. When this blending is happening, obviously, basically, I'm talking in skill. So this skill is missing now today, when they understand that this skills as can be acquired either by today, if you want to acquire a skill, there is various means are there. People are telling no, I, I don't know this. this is a new skills. Even if you go for Udemy, it's 499, you get a skills. And today if you see any skills can be acquired overnight but they need somebody to guide them they need somebody to mentor them coach them that can be from their institute or outside also and they can able to find and tell that okay this is your gap this gap you have to understand and you have to practice and they have to make that as a habit then only this can be able to close or they can able to narrow down the gap and if you see today many industries I have seen recently visited some colleges and they are setting their R&D facility in those places. And I have seen they are making a lot of new products using all this IoT, mobile technology or the apps etc and it is very successful. The thing is today if you see people should not be restricted to the one domain, they should work on multi domain. It's not. I'm talking about multi-skills, multi-domain. If I am a mechanical engineer, I should know about something on coding, programming, and even people should know about Python or uh, BI, etc. So similarly, the people who are working in the you know, IT, they can also know about what is if it's relevant for them. What is robotics? What is mechatronics? Yeah. So this yeah. kind of things, what is bot? So this kind of cross-learning is very, very important in the college today. That that is how the uh, you know the gap can be bridged. There are a lot of fundamental problem right from the independence. If you want to go and attack it, that's going to be different. Okay, what we can do from our side, that's the things can happen from AACTU or from the college perspective or from the government perspective that is different. But what I can do, what I am lagging, that is what the individual instigation is required from everybody. Not that not everything will be formed in the college, will be given as a one booklet and I will read it and go. No. So people have to go for experiential learning. What is experiential learning? They have to reach the people like coach, mentor, teachers, faculties, etc. They have to take their experience, learn from them. That's how this can be, close gap can be done. Got it.
0: Got it. No, it's really important to
1: minimize this
0: gap otherwise so we can't sustain for the long run i believe yeah as you told another thing is that the mindset is the one of the major factors so we have to change our mindset when you come up come out from the college to the industry yeah so and where the uh, that's the reason so maybe the the coach mentor from the college or maybe their parents or might be that they can figure it out some of the coach from the outside who can guide them and they can get into the proper industry what they are looking for. Yeah. So just my uh, another question to you is that to make students industry ready, what should we do? Is there anything, anything different we have to uh, treat them? So
1: yeah, so for uh, making the industry ready. Okay. First is uh, there is two perspective we will see what as a student what I will do or what I should get prepared. Second is what the institution should help the student to become as a uh, go to the next level. Okay. So uh, as a if you say as a institutions it's like I was telling the same thing collaborative way of working. What is collaborative way of working? Okay example traditionally what is happening is a institution will say, okay, you do a project. And after a project is there, normally we do for industry visits, then we go for interns, then we go and we will you know, have an access to that industry, one time we'll go on visits, etc. This is what happening was a old traditional way. But slowly this systems is not giving us the uh, results because the post pandemic, completely scenario got changed what's happening is the new method of working or new speed or we can say resilience or different scenarios has got embedded in the manufacturing system. The smart factory or digital factory was not there earlier. But today if you see anything I talk, it is of talk about data analytics and people are more and more data scientists and data engineers are needed. And if you see in today's world, worldwide, there is a huge this skill crunch so when you do a collaborative way of working there should be a joint curriculum development and industry people should go and meet the uh, academics and formulate a curriculum okay this is what the curriculum you have to do it for next five years six years and recently i saw many institutions are starting uh, data analytics or data scientists this kind of uh, iot's uh, deep machine learning or uh, AWS. This kind of new, new courses are getting embedded in the you know, institutions. And there should be a joint research institute. I was mentioning about the IATM IC. IATM IC is not, nothing but an incubation center. This incubation center has got everything in that one. And I have seen that uh, the autom- automotive aether was developed there. In fact, that's a big company. And in this like kind of an incubation centers, lot of investors are coming and if people have got idea, they are there, research scholars are there, students are there, faculties are there and it's forming as a platform where I can able to nurture my idea or somebody can able to help me to make my ideation to next level or it can be materialized or it can be monetized. It is going for next level and other one is like this institution apart from collaborations and joint curriculum, the problem solving through innovation challenges. There is a problem today for each and every problem, we need a solution. So it's not what you say a simple solution should be innovative challenges. All these innovative challenges, it has to come with a a very cost-saving one and it should not deplete the resources and sustainability. So the SDG 4.0, it talks about the various things that how less I can use water, how less I can use fuel, how less I can pollute the air. So if you see, it's coming in considering the future generation. So this is the idea today coming that without damaging the environment, people have to do any business and entrepreneurial developments. Entrepreneurial development is not easy. As I was telling you, And I was making a small project and I'm telling this is startup. That's not a startup. Okay, you are replicating some idea. A startup, if you want to become a unicorn or decacon, and the startup should have a, a brilliant idea. Which is solving all these problems, it should be innovative solution. If you solve bigger problem, you are paid bigger. If you solve smaller problem, you are paid small. That's the reason I was keep on emphasizing on the bigger problems. To share the ethical aspects of industry the workplace. Today, if you see, my habits in my college is different. My habit in the industry is different. Why? The reason is there is a different ethics in the college. There is a different ethics in the Industry. When I go there, I am not able to cope up with this ethics because if an an industry somebody says today is today, but in college we can say no, 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 we can do tomorrow. And if I want to work twenty-four by seven because it's for the mission, not for time basis. So here you have people are looking on value addition rather than time spending. The days are gone. I am clogging my uh, shift clocks by you know nine to five, etc. Or uh, 6 to 2 o'clock or uh, 2 o'clock to uh, 10 o'clock, 8 hour concept is slowly going off. You have to add more values, bring in more values so that is the reason this win-win situation is required to bring or bridge the gap between the college and the institutions. It's not easy, it's not going to happen in one day but this is how the institutions and the you know, companies or industries going to will come to the second side. This is, it's happening or it should happen it takes a little bit of high level of uh, moments to happen as well. But as an individual, what I can do? So, as an individual, I can retaliate one topic which was talked by the famous the Shah Sadhguru. He was telling, If you don't kill India, you are going to kill India. It's very you no know, touching word he was talking about, especially on uh, certain incidents which has happened in India because. People are not, even the parents are not ready to kill his children because the parents are telling, no, my children's hand will become dirty. It's basically a CNC, computerized numerical control machine operation. A guy is calling, an industry owner is calling and his parent is not ready to send them out. What's the reason here? That's the reason because they want them to sit in computer or very clean environment work. It's not going to happen. If you take a mining industry, if you take an uh, steel industry, or if you take in a carbon producing industry, the situation cannot be very clean. If you take a where it is in uh, a lignite is getting mined, there is it possible to have a clean environment? No, of course, we can have uh, safety precautions bearing the PPEs, etc. But sometimes you have to be in a harsh environment. We cannot keep you know our air conditioning everywhere around the world. So, this is one of the fundamental problems individually. I am not ready to acquire the skill because I'm telling these skills is really hard to learn. And even my parents are also supporting me not to learn. So this is what they have to understand that there is a huge gap on skills, what I already talked about the problem solving, critical thinking, people management or emotional judgment, decision making, service oriented, cognitives, etc, etc. So if you if take, let, let me take about service orientation, what is service orientation? In any industry, if there is uh, equipments working there, or let us take not industry, just take a simple thing like IT industry, where I am providing, or you know, IT sector or telecom sector, where I am providing services for the many of the individuals, where I have to give a broadband connection or broadband service. I am maintaining it. Imagine there is some table cut, or there is a drop-in service. These students or these youngsters cannot come and tell, no, no, I will work only for 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock, my time is over, I can go. No, So here, it's called for a different mindset and different habit, you have to solve and go. It's not the time. You have to be there all the time. If it is 9 9 o'clock, 10 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock, if it is continuously one day, two day, you have to solve and go. This is called service oriented. When you are in a service industry, you have to ensure that service is provided. You cannot tell what Managing Director should come and when this affects this problem. Because that's the way we have been put and that's the way the industry has been intending or expecting from individuals. So that's one of the main things, No, your skill, what is your skill gap, understand your skill gap and you have to do it. On a service orientation, I'm telling you, you have to become like a service-oriented person. If you're an R&D, you have to convert yourself as an R&D person. If you're in production, so in your domain, you have to convert yourself and you're the best suit for it. Do not tell that, no, I'm not suitable for it. Yes, then you're not suitable for the question at all. This is an industry gap. And other thing is learning quickly, very fast. So today people want like example, if I want to put somebody to do a programming in the data analytics on Python, People say, okay, you have to, tomorrow, it's getting changed. You have to change to next platform. That's also there quickly. The the agility is required. The resilience is required. So, this is also one of the, you know, gap they're telling. And third is on the personal perspective, if you take the communications. Today, if you take even the English communications, what is the level of English communications today people coming out of colleges? Of course, now slowly, it's getting improving on metros. What about the many of the villages or the outskirts? where people cannot able to convey what they want to convey. They cannot able to face an interview and how these people can able to communicate with overseas customers. Imagine this is also a gap and because of this even the English speaking skill also people are not ready or people are not getting a lot of jobs. So when they analyze all these gaps where I am lagging, what I can do every time you cannot depend on college to come and teach you, you go, you can put yourself as a learn from various institutions part time, you invest on yourself, self development should start from you. So that's as an individual break your, break your mindset, create a lot of habits like reading books, reading journals, reading a lot of blogs, technical write ups. Then you can start practicing on your public speaking skills or your communication skills or your verbal skills, then you can get remaining things which is been taught in the uh, companies like interpersonal, intrapersonal skills, etc. will come automatically. But this is what I am today about to emphasize on the people that instead of pinpointing at others that what I can do as an individual, what is a gap, let me do a SWOT analysis, what is my, you know, strength, what is my weakness, what is my opportunity, what is my threat? why I am not able to get a lot of uh, opportunity, whereas many other people are getting it. So we have to question ourselves, not the others. So we have to think of the book called You Can't Help Me, David Goggins was telling in his things. He never told that after a certain time. He lost in his life. Everything is gone from him. And you don't have a good education. So you don't have a, a family background. His, uh, his parents or his father haunted him. He was being racially abused. But at some point of time, he took himself as accountability. And he has taken everything in their life. Whatever happened, I am accountable. None of the people are accountable for it. You cannot blame that my father has put me in a very, uh, what is a uh, low college or not unfamiliar college or with uh, uh, lesser, uh, I can say uh, le- less infrastructure college. Or uh, I know, I was not given good money. Or my friends are not good. Or no, I have my, my basic education is not good. I have seen many people, many of my friends who came from very humble background they came from the local medium even a certain age or even up to up to the high secondary i never seen them speaking english later on when they came for engineering they developed themselves and acquiring all the skills patiently putting their money they're uh, spending a lot of time for themselves rather than wasting a lot of time on social medias and a lot of people have transformed themselves and I have seen a lot of doctors, engineers coming from the very humble background and today they are shining like anything and they are able to be in top of the universe in their domain. So This is the two things I am seeing on the industry and uh, as an academic perspective, they have to be have a win-win situations. As compared to individuals, take accountability of yourself and you are the purpose for making yourself to a big purpose. And you cannot blame others or you cannot blame your uh, faculty you cannot blame your students or if you cannot blame i mean I'm talking about friends you cannot to blame your parents or your environment it's you make the environment that's it great great thought
0: great insight i believe so it's really helpful for the people so those who are in the still in the college the, when they will come out they should listen this particular the conversations what salvam has given the insight of this particular topic which will be really helpful for them to get into the industry and where is the gap they should understand that and they should fulfill that gap before getting into the industry that's really required so thank you Selvam so what I would say so thanks for your time those who are listening to this particular show so my humble request to that so you can put your questions if you have any specific query or anything you can raise the questions in the comment box so we will reach out to you and we will clarify your doubts so that the, you can, you should not face the problem, what problem we have faced in our life, so we, we want to serve to the people and that's the reason we are here. So thank yeah. you so much for your I time. Will, yeah.
1: I, will, I, will, I, I would like to share some more, two, three points. Yeah, yeah. What is my, what is my view is, I, I would like to share some one of my, what do you say? A little bit of bitter experience recently and i say I, I have attended a lot of course on how to do interview selecting of people's etc when i was doing for an interview for a small company a few years before and the engineering password guy was talking to me and he said sir i'm it's on pandemic time and i want to say you are a family background is uh, having poor your, your father is not there and i want to hire you but give me one assurance that after coming, joining that company, you have to learn. He said, sir, sorry. You will teach me, I will do the job. But I cannot learn or study after this. So this is also sort of you know, mentality today. It's happening uh, among the people. So uh, this is this is actually you know not good. I can say it's, it's only for a few instances I'm talking. I should not talk about others. So what people should do is that they can find out what is the gap they are having, what is the you know, uh, reason for it, and they can see the interview interviews happen of the successful people. Apart from this, what I want to tell is, today's people should have a digital presence. That's what one of the things I want to tell you. Their digital presence and digital body language is very you know, important. And uh, what does, does it mean, digital presence and body language is, if you are starting on a career, you be there on digital presence means, you start writing some e-books, you start writing some blogs, you start reading a lot of things. And recently I came across one gentleman when I was doing an interview and he was uh, in 45 to 50 years and in the last 4 to 5 years this gentleman has written nearly 100 books. I was astonished 100 books? Then I said not only 100 books, I made 150 to 200 mobile apps. So Recently also in one in of my company, and I mean my company, we, we have been put some, some person to do a mobile app. That gentleman don't know what is my app, he is basically a, a mechanical guy or some sort of guy. Okay. He said, sir, how I can make a mobile app? Then he said, okay, you can make it. And no wonder this guy has made a mobile app within four or five days time. So when this, you should have a curiosity. So, all the students should have a learning curiosity, that's what very important that be humble, lifelong students, you don't think that once my curriculum is over, once my academic is over, I should shut off my reading habits, no, you are lifelong engineer or any professional should read or acquire or you know, append your knowledge. it's very, very important and be like a child is curious, lifelong you should be a student. And you have to help others that's what we call it as in masterminding in in the bigger institutes they call it as our coaching facility, Masterminding, help the others and third is you you cannot you know, always be on one certain level be humble and give respect to your friends and your uh, parents give 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 gratitude for them give, you know help whatever helps you are your, even your uh, college lecture lecturers or principals whatever maybe be humble with them and Keep this in mind that you will reach to great heights, heights by adopting all these things like digital. You uh, know, you should be a digital presence. You should have a, a digital body language, and if you have to be a lifelong student. Curiosity and create an habit of getting up in the early morning and start reading few books. It's not only technical. You can try, read about any philosophy book also. Your life will get transformed. Uh, that's about uh, the few tips for the students. I'm not giving any uh, advice or anything. It's only a knowledge sharing. It's the thought which we used to follow. And that's what we got the success. Great, Thank you. Great, you. Sir, Thank you. So, yeah, Thank you. Thank you uh, for your time. Yeah.
0: So those who are listening this particular conversation, I would say the thankful thanks to each and every individual. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.
1: Good night. Thank you, Sudhir. Yeah, thank you for this wonderful thank program.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Bye.